0: Welcome to the Emotional Fortitude Podcast, how to build the emotional fortitude to win in life and in business. No fluff, just real-world results. I'm your host, Ida Marani, ex-Israeli Special Forces, former undercover agent, jiu-jitsu black belt, and mindset expert. Today, I want to talk about a principle. It's going to be a case study. We're going to talk about this principle through one person called Nathan. So, Nathan was doing pretty well. He'd been in business for a while, but his business was stuck at 10K a month and he really wanted to get it to at least 40 because that way he could retire his wife. Now, a lot of people were telling him to try different things and to do more of this, more of that, but that wasn't what he needed. And through a process of what we're going to call addition by subtraction, he was able to get his business within just two months to 40K. And now it's at around 70, 80K. And this is recurring revenue. It's not just a launch or whatever it may be. And he was able to retire his wife and honestly just be really, really happy in life. And the principle we're going to be talking today is how to achieve that by addition, by subtraction. And why that can be 10 times powerful and 10 times faster than trying new things.
1: Yeah. So just to, to jump in and add here, this applies to multiple domains in life. And this is certainly the first thing I do with health as well is like, right, let's get rid of 95% of the bullshit, so that you can focus on the shit that actually makes the difference and get the results. So here's the thing, what happens a lot of
0: times in, let's say business, something is stuck. So you think, okay, what can I do to fix this? What more can I add? What new thing can we try? What new channel can we venture out into? The reason we do that is that it's easy. It's easy and it doesn't challenge us internally. We can just say, oh, we just need this new thing. This new thing is going to be my Hail Mary, my saving grace. It's going to be my magic pill, as you would like to call it, a meal." But the reality is what a lot of times is actually getting in the way of our success is not adding more, but it's removing something that's in our way. Instead of trying to push harder on the gas pedal, we make the effort to put down that handbrake that's stopping us. And it usually comes in two forms. One, it's either your external environment or your internal environment. And for Nathan, it was very much his internal environment.
1: So so just to clarify, there's two aspects here. One is, so in terms of addition by subtraction, one is removing distractions, shiny objects, right? And one is removing mindset blocks. Is that the differentiation between internal and external or? It's interesting. I
0: wasn't thinking in the terms of shiny objects. It was more about removing negative people that affect your mindset. I'm talking about only like, let's say me, I'm just so focused on the mindset right now. So I want you to remove external people that affect your mindset negatively and internal chatter that you have that again, affects your mindset negatively. Yeah. So let's put it this way in order to see success. If you visualize a pyramid at the bottom, there has to be a skill set on top of that. There has to be certain character traits. Let's call it like discipline, resiliency, uh, desire, whatever it may be. Above that, on the third ring, there's mindset. This is how you choose to frame certain situations and see them. And at the very, very top, there's emotional clarity. So to make sure that your emotions aren't getting in the way of you doing what you really want to do. So you have the skill set to act on it. You have the character traits that will make you sure you're disciplined, you're doing the work. And you have the mindset to make sure you're framing things in the correct way. But if your emotions get in the way and you get riled up whenever certain things happen or because you feel you have certain beliefs that this means this and that means that and you have all this fear around it and insecurity, you're not going to be able to act on those things. And the biggest, let's call it impact that this addition by subtraction can have is when you're that fourth rung, where if you just remove that, you can start flying and you get that emotional clarity, start acting out on that skill set, that character and that mindset that you've built up. And that were Nathan, that was where Nathan was. The, let's put it this way you have the example of a mother lifting her car off her son because yep. she has to in order for him to survive yeah when you're just at the beginning stages of your business you have to make money whether yep. it's to achieve a certain level of freedom to provide for you or your family whatever it may be so honestly the mindset stuff and the emotional clarity you don't need to focus on it in that stage yep. you can get away without it yeah you just need to at first build a skill set
1: yeah so, so you know just to highlight that because I think that's super super important things like fear, Uh, an anger, trying to prove someone wrong or whatever is very, very powerful as a motivator, but it's also, it doesn't last forever. And it's not a good energy or fuel to use long-term. And from my particular story, fear was my driver for a long time. And recently that disappeared. And now I'm trying to move on to a higher emotion, a higher frequency, a higher driver, perhaps. So, okay, skill set, we've got it. What's the next so,
0: this is a, I'm going to stop here because this is going to be a really interesting thing for you. Right. What you're going to find out again, Emil, just for context, is going through the arena program right now is that you might not need a more powerful or a better driver. We might just be able to remove the internal friction. So, you don't have to be as motivated or drive as hard to get the results that you want. You don't need someone to push you that hard. Um, so, we got the skill set block. Okay. After that, you have to have certain character traits. Like, even if you have a great skill set, but you're not disciplined. You're not driven. You're not resilient. You're not going to be able to act on that skill set. And that's when you really got to develop that. And we see a lot of people that are super disciplined. They work 12 hours a day, but still something doesn't click there. That's because they got to go up to the next rung as well. The next level is mindset. This is how you frame certain situations. So instead of saying like this thing in front of you right now is an annoyance. It's an agitation. Why do I have to deal with this? You can say to yourself, wow, if this is where I want to get to in life, this is the biggest opportunity to help me right now pass to the next level and learn the skills that I need to and so on and so on. So how are you are able to look at situations in a way that serves you and actually benefits you?
1: So this is literally what the arena does?
0: This and the next one.
1: Yes. And the next one. Fine. Okay. So how you frame things, how you identify where you want to be, and then decide what actions and, and things you need to do and be now to achieve that.
0: And also how you decide, also to decide how you're going to look at situations to decide that you're going to say, this is something that can serve me instead of this is just something that's difficult. That's what mindset is all about. How are you going to view a situation? Somebody with a poor mindset can see a situation and think this is just annoying. And I hate that I have to do this. Somebody with a good mindset who knows why they're doing this, like where it could lead to can say, oh, wow, I know where this is leading to. And I know this is a part of the game. So great. I'm exactly on the right track.
1: Just what you said—it's not what they are, but what they can be for you. If you frame it in a certain way, that is what they are. Like you mm-hmm. will—you, reality is what you frame it as. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, two people can look at the exact same situation and have a totally different experience of reality in, in quotations.
0: So the last rung of that pyramid, the topmost part, is what's called—it's emotional clarity or emotional levity. Mm-hmm. This is where. Certain emotions that you have, fears, insecurities, doubts, they don't get in your way. So you might have a skill set that you can act on. You might have a discipline to make it happen. You might have the mindset to frame things in the right way, but still your emotions say, Wait, 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 wait. But if you do that, you might be a bad person. People won't love you. Your father's not going to approve of this, even though he has no idea about it. This person is going to think you're greedy. You're not going to be loved. And that's the stuff that is sometimes the end piece that people need to have in order to really go to the moon. And that was the story with Nathan. So his was around money. And he grew up in a very religious background. I think it was Catholic. And basically when we deconstructed it, what he had bouncing around in the back of his head was that it's greedy to want more than what I have. People will think I'm a seller and greedy and a bad person if I make more money. And also the... Am I actually good enough to be deserving of that much money? Now you can see how, if somebody has an amazing skill set, a business that has a ton of traffic to it, all that great jazz, is super disciplined, even can you know how to frame things correctly, but has that rattling in the back of their head, they're not going to be able to access that skill set.
1: And it's worth noting here, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but these are programmed blocks that are often subconscious or not entirely on the surface. Like people, until you shine a light on them, don't realize that they have these blocks. Like you say, it's realizing the wall is there.
0: Yeah. So Carl Jung said it best. He said, until you make the subconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. And that's what this is. Like until you get a hold of this stuff and make it conscious, you won't be understanding why you can't get to where you want to get to in life. Something else is controlling your fate, so to speak. And that's what this stuff is.
1: Yeah,
0: boom. So are the four rungs clear? Let me ask that. Am I going too fast or is this pretty clear?
1: No, no, that's crystal clear. And I think that was very, very useful because I kind of drew it out as we talked about it. And people can also do that who are listening to the podcast because this is powerful. And as you say, the arena covers... Now, now that you've explained them all mindset and emotional clarity, it basically gets the frame right and then removes the blocks. Yep.
0: So let's talk about Nathan a little bit. So what he was able to do once we got clear on that, and we really challenged the end part and we were able to get him emotional clarity. That's when he was able to go to the moon and he didn't really have to do much. That's the thing. He already had a lot of these things in motion. He just gave himself permission to actually try them out in his business, to publicize this, to send the email that says this or this or buy from you or whatever it may be. And just by him stopping and getting out of his way, removing those things that he had that was stopping his emotional clarity, those beliefs, those thoughts that he had, those subconscious patterns, he was able to add a lot more money to his bank account. But way, way beyond that, just a lot of lightness and happiness into his life because he didn't have those thoughts weighing him down anymore. Those kind of beliefs or that feeling that he knows that he should be doing more, but for some reason he can't. And on top of that, he retired his wife and now they can happily just live a much more relaxed and happy life.
1: Yeah. So I think that the key is that it's, it's way more than just money and these subconscious blocks block happiness and contentedness. And one thing you've also said in the past is if you're not where you're supposed to be, that causes friction. That causes psychological dissonance, perhaps, where you don't feel right. You don't feel something's awry. And by removing these blocks, whether it's money or whatever to begin with, you start to sit into where you should be or nearer, more aligned uh, to where you should be. Is that?
0: Yeah, it's interesting that you say where you should be. The way I would say it, you're, you're much more comfortable within your skin. Perfect. Yeah. Cause that's the thing. It's like, when you know, you should be doing something better and you have all this potential, but for some reason you can't do it, It frustrates you. Yeah. You're like I should be better than that. I hear a lot of time from these guys. Like I should be better than that. I know I could be doing more. I know I'm underperforming my potential and I don't know why, but it's really bugging me. It's like, I have the skill sets, all this kind of jazz. I put in the hard work, but it's that that block that last block usually the mindset is a part of it but really what it really really comes down to is that lack of emotional clarity that's just like fogging everything else up and not allowing them to, to act on their skill set and abilities once they resolve that everything is just better in life like the business is just what we talk about a lot because it's the most tangible it's easy it's easy to say you went from 10k to now at around 70 80k it's easy to understand that kind of jump but Yeah. Imagine like not having to deal with that voice in your head anymore saying like, maybe you're not good enough. Maybe you don't deserve this. Maybe you're greedy, not having those kind of weights on your shoulder. And that's what I mean when I say like emotional levity, that you feel much lighter. Yeah. That's pretty much the moral of the story. This is a pretty quick one, honestly, but it's that addition by subtraction that is very tempting to want to say, okay, I want to make more money or I want to have a better relationship with my spouse or I want to have more friends or whatever it may be. And it's very tempting to say, okay, what more can I do here? What more can we, let's go on another date night. Let's talk about not money. Let's talk about the wife, for example. Let's go on another date night. Let's go on a vacation. What if instead you just got very, very honest about your fears in the relationship and you are able to address that elephant in the room that nobody wants to talk about? What if you said, listen, I don't feel as loved recently because we've been busy and I haven't had the time to express this or this. I don't feel as loved. That way you have been carrying on your shoulder. What if you can talk that out and you can remove it? that would improve your relationship tenfold than going on an extra date night a week or whatever it may be. But that stuff is really, really hard. Like it's very emotionally challenging to look within and to go deep. And it's much more easy to just try to figure out some solution that you can slab on. Hopefully it'll be the fix. And it's like people don't want to do the hard things, but it pays off. Not only does doing this stuff of addition by subtraction, it can be 10 times faster than adding more things as far as the results. It can also be just 10 times more impactful. It's, it's just the ultimate thing to do, man. It's like, what I always preach to people is before you try to add more, ask yourself, what's the constraint? And can you remove it? Instead of adding more and like adding more, like pushing the gas pedal harder, can you take the handbrake down? As far as sustainability and energy economy and how much effort you're gonna have to put to create things and make them happen. Instead of pushing harder, what if you just remove that handbrake again? Now it is gonna take initial effort to take down that handbrake, but once it's gone, it's gone. And that's the beautiful thing. You don't have to keep using more motivation, like how you were saying, like, what's my new driving force? Maybe you don't even need a new strong driving force. Maybe just that handbrakes isn't up so much. So you don't have to drive that hard and push that hard just to make things happen. Not just in business again, but anywhere and everywhere.
1: Yeah. And I like what you said about, you know, business is what we talk about, because It's like the thing that people spend a lot of time on. And it's also easily quantifiable. 10K to 70K, great. But this process applies throughout life. And nailing it in one sphere, i.e. business, whatever, teaches you the skills to then be able to apply it to other areas which are less quantitative, like relationships or happiness or whatever else. So I like the idea of this skill of success. Like You get good at being good at things. And it feels to me like you're using business almost like a a, a testing ground, a framework to learn this because it's easy and obvious and then go on, applying it. So across. it's interesting.
0: It's, it's, I use it because it creates buy-in from these guys. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's like what I, what I really view as success is not when like how you view success is not as somebody just losing weight, but keeping it off and just being a healthy individual afterwards. Yeah. What I view as success is that not just when like somebody makes a lot of money through the coaching with me or whatever it may be, but afterwards when I meet up with them and their wife is like, thank you so much. Like we are so much happier as a couple. And like, that's, that's really success. You know what I mean? Because that means that it went way, way beyond just money in the business, but it's yeah. affected, like you said, like they understood this is a process I can use to make things better in the business. It's easy for me to see. I can understand it. So wait, let me try to apply this to other things in life. And then they go like that. And then yeah, everything just improves. Because again, like they recognize that, I'm going to say this again, addition by subtraction. Stop trying to add. If you can just remove the stuff and go deep and display the courage to actually tackle the things that make yeah. you immensely uncomfortable yeah. and are emotional and are not fun, you can go so fast so far.
1: And, and do you think in that context of, you know, this is, it's simple, it's not easy, but it's the thing that people really need to do. It's the fundamental groundwork. Do you think then that things like, you know, uh, going on extra dates or in health, it would be magic pills or in business, it would be, I don't know, doing another course or adding another thing. These are actually distractions from actually what needs to be done. It kind of gives people the feeling that they're doing something, even though they fundamentally know that they're not.
0: So I'll say this, the caution, uh, I want to be cautious about this because I don't want to say that they're doing it out of ill intent. I think most people are not aware that this is an option and they really are trying to do their best. They're saying, I want to try something new. Something isn't working in the business. Something isn't working in their relationship. Let's try another date night. Let's try to get dressed up. Let's try to add a spark, whatever it may be. And they really are trying to do their best. And I think usually in the high level people I meet, it doesn't come from a lack of desire to improve and to actually go deep. It comes from a lack of awareness that this is a possibility. They don't think this way. And I think that's the biggest takeaway instead of asking yourself, what more do I need? Ask yourself, what could I remove that could make all the difference? It could be a personal insecurity that you're projecting onto your business. It could be a personal insecurity projecting onto your relationship. It could be a change again, that you're not comfortable with that you're projecting onto various things in life. And I think once you can tackle those things, it can make a big, big difference, but you have to have that honest conversation with yourself and then possibly also have it with others.
1: Yeah. So I, I like that frame and you're right. It's not that people don't want to achieve the greater things. They just don't know that one. Well, this is pos- I,
0: again, like I say that it's not everybody. Some people just For want sure. to try the easier things and they want to For be sure. stubborn about it. But a lot of the high level people I meet, For sure. they're not being stubborn. They just don't know that there's another opportunity, another possibility.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I suppose the next question is, and this might be for for the next podcast is, is how.
0: So the, how that's, I do think we should do a whole podcast on that because in the process, it's going to be more like a half workshop kind of podcast for people. I think they'll really enjoy it. Um, But I think before the, how it's, you have to understand if this is the right thing for you, where you are on that, on that pyramid, you got to ask yourself, is this a set problem? Now, the way to ask if this is a skill set problem, you can ask a very simple question. Say, would somebody else with my exact skill set be able to achieve more? And if you're saying to yourself, no, I don't know anybody like that, or you can say, actually, yes, I know this guy or this girl that has my skill set and they're doing so much better than me, that probably means that it's not a skill set issue. You need to move up. Now, if you know that you're not being disciplined, you're not showing resiliency, you don't have a desire to improve, You have to work on that character trait. And I'll be honest, like, again, I'm sure there's a ton of articles out there where you can figure that out. How do I work on that? How do I become more resilient? How do I become more disciplined? Actually, no, I actually also got interviewed recently about how to be more resilient during turbulent times. So we'll put that in the show notes somewhere if somebody wants to see that. But on top of that, you have to understand, like, what's the next level? Is the mindset gap there? Is the emotional clarity gap there? And you have to assess where you are. And only once you assess where you are honestly... You can go ahead to the next stop, the next top of this, be like, well, how do I fix that? How do I address it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as we discussed, a lot of people who come to us already have the first couple of levels nailed down. But yeah, for sure, have that conversation with yourself, figure out if it is something else, and then start removing that handbrake.
0: Yeah. Like a simple theory of constraints, figure out what the constraint is. Is it a skill set? Is it a character trait that you need to embody, and you need to develop? Is it a mindset issue where you don't know how to frame certain situations and you go into panic where you shouldn't be panicking and you don't see the opportunity in things? Or is it an emotional issue that's causing you to not be able to see things clearly and act in a way that you want to act? That's getting there where your subconscious is just taking control and not allowing you to control your fate.
1: Awesome. Well, I think unless there are any parting notes, it sounds like we, we wrap up this time and next time we go deeper into how to, once you've kind of had that conversation, once you're at a certain level, what's next?
0: Yeah, so we're basically that I want to add one more thing. What we're going to be doing in the what's next episode, it's going to require courage. It's going to require an honest look inside and some honest work. So a little bit of a prompt to give you some motivation to do that is to ask yourself a couple of questions. First, like, like we just said, honestly assess if you need more skill, or if you need more character traits, or what's going on there. Then, ask yourself, what is it costing you to not have these things? The skill set, or the mindset, or the emotional clarity. And then, decide if you want to do something about it. And if you want to do something about it, because you said enough's enough, and today's the day I'm not going to keep having this in my life, then listen to the next episode, because we're going to have some fire for you.
1: There we go. Let's leave it at that and uh we will catch you guys next time uh with how to approach this.
0: Thank you for listening to the Emotional Fortitude Podcast. Please tell a friend if you enjoyed it and found value in it. Three last things before you go, though. If you feel like someone else with your exact skill set and abilities could be accomplishing more than you currently are, that's a mindset and emotional access issue. And here are three ways I'd love to help you conquer any internal limitations, go big, and win. One, three quick ideas Tuesday newsletter. It's a weekly email with three quick ideas around one aspect of elite performance and how to approach it differently to get better and faster results. People say it's the most thought-provoking and impactful two minutes they spend in their inbox each week. It's easy to sign up to and easy to cancel, and you can sign up at edamomryan.com slash three ideas. Two is the emotional fortitude micro course. It will help you build the emotional fortitude and conflict tackle any goal. It's the complete nothing held back emotional fortitude system in five simple parts. It's all under five minutes each module. See it, use it, and win. And it's completely free at edamomorani.com slash course. And number three, lastly, if you want to dive in and aggressively level up, the Arena Mindset Accelerator might be for you. It's a six-week intense sprint for entrepreneurs who are up for a dramatic transformation. It's an interactive live program where you'll be working with me in a very hands-on way to get clarity on what you want, build an effective mindset to optimize for your goals, and establish elite emotional fortitude that will allow you to overcome any fear or doubt that could get in your way. You can learn more at itamarmorani.com slash accelerator. You can find all of these links in the show notes below or go to itamarmorani.com and have a look around. Until next time, who dares wins.